0: Hello and welcome to This Morning's Coffee, a sunrise podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert, attempting to bring you a unique blend of encouragement to fill your cup. Episode 7, Season 2. We're here. We have arrived. Who knew? What are we talking about today, Seeger? You have no... One of these days you're going to guess it. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about hopes and dreams. Dreams... (laughs) Dreams and hopes, just a little simple thought that I had. Uh, but we're going to dive right into it first and foremost. A few things. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? <laughs> uh, today I'm drinking fully Leaded coffee company. They're from Spring Hill. They're right down the street from my house. I popped in there today and um, had a wonderful experience. Jessica behind the counter. She was very helpful, very friendly. I decided on a latte called the cascades cascades cinnamon and english toffee delicious it's amazing it's one of those uh one of those lattes i almost finished before i got here i had to i had to hold it back so i actually had some in the cup when i got here so this morning's coffee is brought to you by fully leaded coffee company of course i'm not saying that they're a sponsor the coffee in this cup is quite literally from fully leaded coffee company Before we get into any further segments, Seager, I had a story that I wanted to tell you. A little story that came across my newsfeed that I clicked on. It was clickbait. And I did. I fell for it. But it, in turn, has become a reward for me and you. Let's see. Here was the headline. Massachusetts family awarded $5 million for golf ball damage to home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to read it to you. That's great. I won't say their name, even though it's on a public website. Um, This family has lived near fairway 15 on a golf course located close to their home since 2017. That's five years. Their attorney said it didn't take long for golf balls to wreak havoc on the (laughs) house. (laughs) Here's the quote. There's 26 windows that need to be replaced. The attorney said the entire siding of the home has to be replaced. There are portions of the deck that were damaged that need to be fixed in the four years of living there. Attorney says nearly 700 golf balls have landed on their property. And there's the only photograph other than the house is a big tub of golf balls. That's the, that's the only (laughs) photo. that's their evidence here's the here's the last quote this was so extremely upsetting to them and they were so completely powerless to really fix the problem powerless let me tell you where the, no hang on it gets better but let me first say powerless here's the power move okay <laughs> you, made you made a choice all right you're you're not going to believe this, but this is I promise you this is the truth. A judge awarded the family one hundred thousand dollars in property damage and three point five million in emotional distress. <laughs> what? Honestly, I am emotionally distressed for them. I'm emotionally distressed. I'm going to buy that house. Yes. Let's go in on it. Yeah, it's down. all five, four and a half years. $5 million. We'll just collect, we'll go buy a bunch of golf balls and then talk about how bad it's been. That much. Actually, I have a better idea. How about I just line up across the street from your house and I'll shoot golf balls at you for the next four years and we'll split the 5 million. Cool. Deal. All right. Mm-hmm. The last line of this article is the problem had to be fixed by the golf course. <laughs> $5 million. Oh man. Gone. <clears throat> I had to share. I couldn't, I could not not share that with you. Right. So this is something that I wanted to do today. This is something that we were going to do last week that um, had to be postponed for uh we'll just call it the unfortunate incident. Oh. <clears throat> we'll just leave it there. That's, that's where we'll leave it. Okay. But this was, this was a bit that I was going to do on the last episode, but you know, it has a place, it has a home on this episode. So, um, kind of the intro to this bit is you remember fugly mugs, right? Yep. Episode eight, fugly mugs, a horrific mug that I found at Goodwill that was so bad. I had to buy it and I hid it in your house somewhere. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I really didn't, but you're going to think that I, now later tonight, before you go to sleep, you're going to be like, did he really hide that mug in my house somewhere? (laughs) So this is like the inverse of that. This is a really just a fantastical mug that came to be in my possession that I think needs a spotlight. So I figured I would call this bit one for the cub being being (laughs) covered, even though cupboard is spelled C-U-P. B O A R D it's pronounced cupboard one for the cub. All right. So this is a mug that my sister got me for Christmas and I'll, I'll whip it out here. We'll post a picture of it to Instagram. There is no coffee in this mug. (laughs) This is a, and for the, since you know, for the listener, this is a mug where all uh, four sides of this mug are Lego um, palette, pallets, foundations. It's a Lego mug that you can build things on. It is a Lego mug. And I grew up just loving Legos. I couldn't get enough. And my sister got me this and, uh, I just can't, I can't rave about it enough. Um, one for the cub. This one goes in the cupboard. There it is. One that this has been one for the cub. All right. This next segment we have done before, I believe two times it's time for word of the day bonus points. Seeger. If you can remember, both of those oh, words. Man. There's one that started with a P and meant pretty. Yeah. And I have no idea what the word is. Pole Yes. And Beautiful, the other pretty. One, the, other one. the other one was rigmarole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meaningless or obscure. It's not a word. Meaningless or obscure speech. Yeah. Which is tantamount to this podcast. So <laughs> Alright, you're gonna love this one. I'm going to pull it up. I laughed about imagine me laughing about this by myself in my room. Here it is. Your word of the day is fartle. <laughs> fartle. fardel. Fardel, F A R D E L fartle. Would you like to know what it means? It simple definition. Here it is. A bundle. <laughs> Nope. This just says a bundle here. Here it is used in a sentence. This is my favorite. This is my favorite when one word means exactly one other word. There's no more specific definition here. The men carried fardels of sticks to start a campfire. <laughs> so same syllables, same amount of letters. Fardel bundle. Here's the, here's the better one. Example of fardel in a sentence. The couple had a fardle of stories about their adventures together. <laughs> come on, a fardle Someday soon, I'm going to come in here with a fardle of episodes and we, we're just going to have, we're going to go nuts. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen, Fardle, a bundle. This has been word of the day. <laughs> Can we put like an echo on that? Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to. <laughs> Word of the day. day, 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 day. All right. Uh, this is great. This feels like old times, you know? Okay. We got the jitters out last week. That's okay. So, of course, it's time for... Bean mail. Bean mail. Bean mail. Bean mail. Sizzle fingers. Jazz hands. Sizzle fingers. All right. Bean mail. So, this is... Uh, so, here we are today. I'm going to pull this out of my bag, too. Um... Female. This is a bag of coffee that I received in the mail. That's the whole point of this bit. Um, Mountain Top Espresso Blend Campfire Coffee. This comes from Washington. And uh, this was sent to me by my brother from another mother, Daryl Neighbors, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, he and a, a group of uh, a few of my other friends took a trip to the gorge last year, in uh, Washington and I was not able to attend. So he picked this up for me and he sent it to me. Uh, I'm going to read you the back here. Chocolatey, easy drinking. Mountaintop is a blend of fair trade, organic and rainforest Alliance coffees from Africa, central and South America. And it's dynamic in flavor, low acidity and robust without the bitterness. Great for any brew method and used exclusively at our coffee house. Always open flame campfire roasted with Pacific Northwest woods. Wow. That's great. That's amazing. Anyway, so uh, shout out to my good friend, Daryl neighbors for sending this to me. Uh, of course I would have to feature that on Beanmail cause it came in the mail before we move on. I'm going to tell you, I've told you this before, but I I've been waiting to mention this on an episode. Um, so at a certain point last year, Daryl, asks me this question. He had listened to an episode and, uh, he simply goes, how many cups of coffee did you have before that episode that you recorded? And this was over text message. And I was like, I, that no more than a normal amount, unbeknownst to most people, (laughs) unbeknownst to most people, I, I consume an extreme amount of caffeine on a daily basis. So I was, I was a little thrown. I was like, I, you know, it was early that day. I hadn't had that much. So come to find out a couple months later when he and I reunited, cause he lives in Phoenix and we were able to spend some time together last year. We reunited and I found out exactly why he had asked me that question. And it was because at a certain point he had unknowingly slid his finger over the speed button <laughs> of the podcast listening speed. And it was at least time and a half or two times. So he had been listening to me on fast forward for that entire episode, but didn't know it because he didn't, he didn't consciously choose that speed. It was, it was an accident. And his, (laughs) his first reaction was that I was so hopped up on caffeine that I was talking at the speed of, of (laughs) light. (laughs) Like I had had a jolt or something, or a, you remember jolt? You remember the beverage jolt? Surge, you remember Surge? Surge, Surge you remember? Yeah. Jolt didn't have as much time as Surge did, but both of those beverages allowed you to see into the future. <laughs> All right, sorry that was off track. Uh anyway, so we had a really funny laugh about that, and I've been waiting a long time to mention that on a podcast episode. Daryl, of course, he is, like I said, a brother from another mother. He is one of my favorite people on this planet, and that was just a hilarious moment uh that we got to share together. So again, Mountaintop Espresso Blend campfire coffee this has been bean mail bean mail bean mail bean mail all right one more segment before we get into it okay it's time for almost motivation (laughs) this is going to be brief okay but this is great Almost motivation. This is where I share something with you that is uh, almost motivating, but at the same time, it's really not. I saw this on a meme and I thought it was fantastic. Obviously in this world, you know, people, people like to have a significant other. Sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes people are single and can't find the right person. And I saw this on a meme and I just thought it was brilliant. It's very almost motivating. The population of this earth is 77 and a half billion people, which means mathematically, if 99% of the people on this earth find you unattractive, there are 77 and a half million people that think you are smoking. <laughs> You just got to go find them. You know, that's a lot. 77 and a half million people. This has been almost motivation. (laughs) All right. So here it is. I actually just wanted to expound a bit more on a thought that I brought to the table um, in season one, episode three specifically, and about how easy it is to get down on ourselves when we aren't where we want to be when we miss a couple days at the gym or a couple months <laughs> when <laughs> when we don't lose the weight immediately when we have an ambition but we don't see the fruits of our ideas or our work instantly and i wanted to pitch this question to you the listener how are you doing with the things you set out to do this year or this season what have you shelved Was it because you couldn't do it? Was it because you got discouraged? Or was it because life just happens? We are officially a third of the way through this year. But truth be told, I never actually intended for this podcast, these thoughts, to exist only within time restraints. I've said that before. This podcast, these thoughts are meant to provoke critical thinking about what you are capable of. I think there's two ways we can look at this, if I may simplify it. Everything we want to do takes daily focus, everything. But when you look at things like weight loss, diet and exercise, being financially sound, being proactive against our vices so as not to be self-oppressed, these things take daily attention. I'm going to try to give you an example here. Um, I have referenced a couple times before that weight has been something I've struggled with my whole life. Um, I've had two significant periods of weight loss in my life and I'm very proud of that, but it's actually something that I have to regiment daily. If I take my eye off of it for even a couple weeks, that stuff will come for me in the night, man. (laughs) It comes hard. One of my goals uh, that I constantly keep in rotation is being physically fit, healthy, and, um, I told you the last time that I was up here that I put on a little holiday weight, <laughs> right? Because, uh, you know, I feel like if you call attention to it, it just diffuses the situation, you know, where people would be like, Oh man, he's kind of let himself go. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you just call it out like what it is, put on a little bit of holiday weight. And I found, uh, I found that I've been actually, you know, I put on a little holiday weight and I'm just bumping back the holidays. I'm like, Okay, well, can't call it on Valentine's. I can't call it on St. Patrick's. <laughs> uh, I put on a little holiday weight back over the holidays because the holidays get a little busy. They get a little stressful. Everybody knows what that's like. Uh, so I've been in the gym recently uh, trying to get it back off. And I, had a, I wanted to make a note to tell you this. This is, this is funny. So like one of the first couple times that I was back in the gym, I'm like, man, I got to lose this 25 pounds. So I'm in there. I'm on the elliptical and the gym that I go to in spring Hill has a, has a basketball court in it. And there's a couple teams that practice there from time to time. And I know this. And so I'm in the gym, I'm on the elliptical doing my thing, cardio and this basketball squad. So in front of the ellipticals, there's a line of treadmills. Okay. Um, and I like to run outside. I don't use the treadmill cause I, I don't like running inside. So I'm staring at this empty line of treadmills in front of me and in walks this basketball team that had been practicing in the gym, right? The young kids, right? Young guys all in shape. They all pick up a 20 pound weighted medicine ball and hold it over their head and sprint on the treadmill for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I just got off the treadmill. I got just, I just got off the elliptical and went home. <laughs> Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> I am nothing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I kid, I didn't actually leave, but you know, I wanted to, I was like, oh man, I could never sprint with 20 pounds over my head. That's ridiculous. And in that moment, I realized that I've spent enough time. Here's the example. In that moment, I, I realized that I've spent enough time in my life being annoyed um, at the shape I was in naturally to realize that just being annoyed is never going to do anything. So, you know, as with everything, pause, don't quit. Here's part two um, of this thought. You have big dreams. You want to start a business. Start building your brand, your empire. You have a good idea that you want to see become a reality. Maybe you think it's too much to start attacking because you're overwhelmed with the whole thing. You don't know where to begin. I've got news for you. Start, just start. Pick a spot. Rule of 1%. Back to the very first episode of this entire endeavor 1%. Remember, something is more than nothing. And I think a great example here is this podcast. Um, you know, this was an idea that I had in 2020, and it almost looked a lot different. Um, I, it was going to be a Facebook Live thing that I was going to do. And I decided that I wasn't prepared. It was kind of just not at the right point. And I sat on it and I I collected notes and I decided what I wanted it to look like. So in that example, I want want to remind you that um, mind time is just as important as anything. But at a certain point, you got to hit the ground running. So, you know, we had a lot of great, great time last year putting this podcast together. And then subsequently in September, October, other things going on. There's a pause, but you have to understand pausing is okay. Quitting isn't at no point over the last five, six months between episodes. Was I not daily punching ideas into my phone for what I wanted this to look like next. So my advice here is that if you're looking upon this thing you want to do, and it just seems like it's insurmountable, You just have to start chipping away at it. Rule of 1%, law of 2. These things, you'll realize these sentiments, they start to translate across everything you want to do. You think losing 100 pounds is impossible? Think again. If you think starting a business is impossible, think again. You can't do it in one day, but you can start. Institute positive habits into all facets of your life see what happens in the meantime, go easy on yourself. Okay. Self-loathing is a slippery slope. Sometimes we get halfway down that hill or almost to the bottom before we realize we were even sliding. Don't get down on yourself. And I say that knowing that I'm going to get down on myself about something tomorrow. I know that some days are just going to suck. Okay. But if we can keep our senses heightened to these self-attacks, we can actually diffuse them more often. So let me encourage you to look past the discouragement as often as you can remind yourself that you have the power to. And my challenge for you, if you've made it to the end of this episode, find one thing that you've shelved, one thing that you wanted to do at the beginning of this year or at the beginning of this last season of your life that you are super hyped about, that's been shelved, take it down, start one percenting that ish today. With that, I'd like to thank you for listening. Of course, if you are listening to this podcast, you're quite literally the reason it exists. And that will always mean the absolute world to me. I hope that uh, you found something here that you can take with you into your day, into your week, into your month and your year. Um, this morning's coffee is, of course, brought to you by It's Chef Jess and Phoenix Studios. We are forever grateful for both of them. On Instagram, we are at This Morning's Coffee Podcast. On Twitter, we are underscore TMC Tweets. If you have enjoyed what you've listened to here today, the only thing I ask is that maybe pass it along to a friend. That would mean the absolute world to me. As always, thank you for listening. Believe in yourself. Stay on the grind.